Welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Forfeit Podcast here. Metal Matt. I got my headphones on. Big John Studs got his headphones on. Wild Bill. Hey, Wild Bill's got his headphones on. J-Lo. No headphones. No headphones. No headphones. What new computer? New computer. So, so it shouldn't sound like the airport anymore. It doesn't. How you doing, fellas? I'm doing great. Sixers are on. Oh, yeah, wait. that's just fucking great. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it's real How much good. they lose them by 15, 20? Yeah. That's the yeah. Pick. Is that what we're talking about tonight? <laughs> Listen. John, I got a question for you. Go ahead. Before we, di- before we dive into the, the Phillies. Uh, are you there? Name, name the band with the most number one hits of all time. Wait, say again. Name the band with the most number one hits on the Billboard 100 of all time. <laughs> My shit's all fucked oh. up. <laughs> oh, you can't hear us. Technical difficulties. Here we go. I'm back in. You're back? I'm back. I'm apologize. Technical difficulties. All right. I take for a second. <laughs> okay, yeah, here go we ahead. go. Name the band with the most number one hits on the Billboard 100 of all time. Shouldn't be too hard. Name the band that's got the most hits in the number one. Number one hits. Most number one hits all time. All time. Probably the Beatles. You are correct, sir. How many do you think they have? Like 20. You are correct, sir. Great guess. I was going to say 19. 20 (laughs) 20 hits. You know what that says? I love to to understand the, the mathematics behind that. Is it just people that bought the records or people that have no taste in music or Oof. yikes? Is that what and it this is? is? This is pre, you know, obviously let's not talk about music. Come on, guys. We got a lot of things going on in sports. Listen, what? Like what? Like what? We got the you tell got me the, what's going on in sports right now we got that Sixers. we want to care that we want to talk about. We got the Sixers opener tonight. Don't care about the Sixers. <laughs> don't care. They're probably losing by 15. I guarantee. I don't care we, about the Sixers. I mean, it's, they're only losing by seven, but it's okay. Um, we got Eagles six and one. Okay, get it, get excited. Um, Flyers, Flyers off to a hot start. Um, Sorry, you, I don't care about the Flyers. Um, I mean, we could talk about the Phillies, but I feel like that would make everyone sick. Yeah, um, I mean, I think I think the reason why we don't care about sports right now is because of the Phillies. I'm just gonna be just throw it out there. I have a bad taste in my mouth and it's, it's just, you know, it happens. That's yeah, just because you, you, you talk to me next week. All the time. You, talk drinking next, the Kool-Aid. You, you talk to me next week. I think I'll be all right. But it, that was a tough one. We, mm-hmm. we were, we were the better team. We were, we were supposed to take care of business. We didn't. Um, we even, you know, and to make matters worse, to rub even more salt in the wound, we had, two chances to get it done in our ballpark, which where, where we were undefeated in the postseason, and we lost not one, but two in a row to lose. So mm. they blew I guess it. That's what, that's what happens when you have a $3 trillion lineup that goes like what? One for 27, one for 28. Congratulations. Have fun uh, in Vegas. Harper, you choke artist boner. I mean, I think, I think what we saw was the, what makes baseball so crazy 
as quick as you get hot, you can get cold. And I don't think it's, you know, Hey, like the players have a lot to do with it. They didn't step up. Um, but also the diamondbacks, they made adjustments. Uh, and you know, they, they, their coach, I think they outcoached us. Um, so I think it's, there's a lot to blame in a lot of different places, but it's not going to change the outcome. It just stings right now. That's all. Pitching, but, pitching, pitching. But I, I but I, I'll give you, I'll give you this. I, I'll tell you this in one week. I guarantee I'm not, I'm still not going to be interested about the Sixers. There's nothing, there's nothing there. That's that, that, that interests me. Yeah. You'll be able to come around. James Harden, James Harden. That's, oh. uh, once that saga gets figured out, we'll, okay. uh, we'll be on to the next. Talk thing. to me at the All Star break then. Oh, when I hope, when I hope oh, James Harden and season, Joel Embiid. I hope Joel Embiid's gone me. too. I hope Joel Embiid's gone too. I love him. Uh, thank you, Joel. Like, but it's not, it's not happening here. Trade thank for it. what? Thank you for what? T- five consecutive second round losses. Uh, I mean, he's played subpar in every, no, I know. every series. What, what's he done? I mean, the Phillies made it to the league championship series, at least. Sixers can't even make it to the conference final. I mean, we're, you know, we're fluffing No, them. I know. I, I, and I know where you're coming from, Bill, but at least the guy, like, embraced the city. And, Bryce Harper you know, embraces the city. Everybody, hey, I'm not. Uh, yeah. Hey, don't don't come at me with that heat. I'm. I no, have a number three that. jersey. I have yeah, a number three it. jersey hanging in my closet. Let's unpack that for a second. What does embracing the city mean? What does that do? Embracing the city. I love. Obviously, 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 nothing for the Phillies and the Sixers because they don't win jack. So, but what is know. what does embracing the city have to do with every night showing up and? Being That's consistent. it right there. Coming every night and playing hard, thanking the fans in post game interviews, saying, "I want to be here. I love playing here." Not no, that's pandering. There's a difference. Uh, okay, so then what should he be like? Wear Yankees cap and say talking about practice. Those those are the guys we should idolize. Those are the guys. Oh. Yeah, I guess so, Bill. I guess those so. Are the guys, I guess those are the ones we're supposed about, to put up on a pedestal. Well, those I mean, are the ones we're supposed to idolize. They change the game, right? Bryce Harper is a two-time MVP. He's a superstar. Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid, for all his th- all his faults and all the rumors of him wanting out in Philly, he still shows up and supports the Phillies, supports the Eagles. I mean, yeah. Let's let's be honest though. This whole uh, cross town, everyone shows up for everyone, has just started in like the past like 10, 12 years in the city. It hasn't been like that in the past. It's always been a tug of war between. The, the entire four sports franchises here. It's very rare uh, until recently. It's been like, Oh, we'll bring this guy over to ring the bell or this, you know, this guy's in the club box seats at the Eagles game. Like, come on, let's not be, let's not be crazy about because that. It's, it's, and I'm not, I can't speak to this being true. You think part of that's because this is the first time in like Philly sports history, multiple teams are good at the same time, like championship level. No, no I, you, I, had the, you had the Sixers in the finals in 80. You had the Phillies that won it in 80. You had the Eagles that went to the Super Bowl in 80. So how do we know Mike Schmidt wasn't going to Sixers games? I guarantee you, Bill, they probably, they probably did. You know, but, you know, but in the early 90s when the Phillies were good and the Sixers were trying out Clarence Weatherspoon and Dana Barrows, I think that was tough to get motivated. I mean, I, I even heard stories of, like, when the, the teams weren't good and you had guys like Barkley, Kruk, um, you know, and, and some Eagles players, and they used to, they used to get together after practices and, 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 you know, do a couple beers and 
by a couple. I'm probably a couple dozen. Yeah, no, I mean, it's trendier now. walking in with jerseys on of the other teams and walking. I just think it's, I just think it feels more prominent because everyone's got a friggin' 8K camera. I was just going to say social media. Like, you can't fly under the radar. Back in the day, maybe you came in the player's entrance, you sat in a box, and, you know, it wasn't as big of a deal. Now it's like, the cameras are celebrity hunting in all game. And it's like, everybody has their phone, you know? So yeah, everyone you know, got, camera, we got, got cameras in each base now. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I think we're talking more about like the guys rolling in, like years ago, you didn't, you didn't have the camera in the tunnel guys walking out of their car into the stadium. You didn't have oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're the assholes that give a shit about what jeans they're wearing, what color hat. Not they me. Have. I wish that shit goes away. I, Cause I feel like, I feel like that's they care more about that shit than they do anything else. Sometimes I wish that was never became a thing. And uh, and you know, I, it, I've ne- I could count probably on one hand I've seen uh, the shit that these guys are wearing that I actually was like, yeah, I'd rock that. It is the ugliest, gaudiest fucking bullshit I've ever seen, and they do it on purpose because they're like, oh, this guy looks like a fucking you know. Ham and cheese sandwich walking in here. That, that that one suit James wore, like he he, he looked like Cookie Monster or something. Terrible. That's yeah, terrible. I mean, he walked in a Madison Square Garden. It was like a shag carpet. Yeah. Who's that scrub on the Lakers that used to wear all that stupid shit? Russell no West one cares about him. What, um, no, he's he plays. He got traded. He was on the Lakers and then he got traded. He's played a, a bunch of different teams. Kyle he's Kuzma. a Nick yeah. Young. Oh. Yeah, Kyle Kuzma. He looked like a goddamn troll walking in there one time, and you know that's all anyone cared about because he's not good enough to show up on the stat on the stat sheet. So yeah, I'll 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 make myself look like a a muppet when I when I come into the stadium, and that's how I'll get <laughs> on on uh, ESPN. That's got to be real comfortable on the on the on the bus ride over. Yeah, <laughs> a joke. Oh, see, we agree. Yeah. <laughs> it's a joke. By the way, I love the heat that's flying around right now. I I I, I just don't I don't know the, the whole the whole I liked it better when everyone didn't like each other in the city of Philadelphia. Now everyone loves each other, so it's like a you know everyone's kumbaya. You got next. Well, year. they're also rich now. It's like nobody gives a shit about winning when you make five million dollars a year. It's like ah, we'll try again tomorrow. Yeah, I think that what plays are we gonna into do? it too. Not, not everybody, but I'd say ninety. Um, I, I, maybe that's not a fair number to put. I'd say the majority of athletes, professional in any city, yeah, they get mad and they're competitive and whatever. But end of the day, they're going back to their, you know, you know, uh, Range Rover, going to their two million dollar, you know, multi million dollar house. And what do we got? Like, like six uh, superstars in this town making over a hundred million or about a hundred million? Yeah, probably. And what? Only, only two of them are good. And but zero, I, well, zero championships for though, any like, of them on any but teams. I'll t- but I'll tell you what, it's going to get to the point where, like, the whole, like, bitching about how much these guys get paid, it's not going to matter anymore because these guys are just going to – it's it's only going to get worse. They're yeah. only going to make more money. They're not going to – it's not yeah, going to ever stop. and it's simple. They're going to start putting, like, they're doing slowly and slowly where you're going to put more Phillies games on Apple TV and Thursday night on Prime. It's going to have to be – we're gonna have to pay to watch sports we used to get for free, not for free, but part of our cable package. We're gonna keep paying these jerk off salaries 
<laughs> and we're going to make sure they have money to buy a, a fourth house somewhere. And yep. we're going to be the ones getting fired up, punching holes in our drywall because this team chokes away another chance at a championship. Buy, well, maybe, buy, maybe buy, buy this, the managers that sign buy the city jer- buy the city jerseys buy the buy the buy the foot you know the Kelly Green shit buy all, yeah. it just lines the pockets Red October oh, right? buy the t-shirts Red October print that money for Middleton and you know it's uh, no I mean it, it's it's true it's 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 just it's a it's a money grab and it is what it is but you know it's it's just at the end of the day it's it's just. Uh, and I think that's where at least my frustration comes from. It's when you have championship quality, you know, caliber teams, like, and they and they come they come up short. Doesn't matter. I don't care who they play because if you make it this far in the playoffs, you're good. You know, there's no underdogs when you're in a conference final, conference like, you know, they got there for a reason. The Diamondbacks beat the Brewers, who were one of the hotter teams in baseball. They beat the Dodgers, sec- second best team in baseball. Like. They deserve to be there, and like you said a second ago, they changed how they play the last two games. They started stealing bases again. They started just going for contact. They stopped swinging for the fence, while our guys, literally JT Ramuto, another $100 million player, struck out on a ball that literally Jesse might have been four feet off the plate when it was first and third with one out. I mean, yep. literally went up there, I'm going to swing it, and Nick Cassianos, $100 million player, after that home run in game one, he was what? Oh, for 24 in the series. I believe it was 27. Oh, yeah. for 27, hundred million dollar player. Great. Trey Turner. Oh, for 14 or over 15 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I mean, I won't argue with John this. It, it's not, they choked. To, it, it's, it, it's not the pitching five runs and four runs aren't ideal, but when your team is built on hitting yeah. five runs and four runs should be nothing to go over. I, mean, I think I saw a stat in, in game one and two, they put up, 15 runs and in games three, four, five, six, and seven, maybe they, they just barely mustered up 15 runs. So the Phillies, the Phillies do not win games. I I believe the stat was, I heard if they, if they hit two, if they hit two or more home runs, they win. If they don't hit two home runs, they lose. Yeah. Again, if you want to, if you want to make a home run derby baseball team, then that's, what's going to happen. But there's 100%. also to that point, like Bill, like you were saying, I think last episode, like the Rangers, they're built much like the Phillies. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do in the world. And they made it to the World Series. But, if, but when you watch them in game six and seven, I mean, they lost three games at home, came back one, six and seven in Houston. And you watch, I don't know if they, they hit maybe one or two home runs. They just started choking up on the bat and putting the ball in play. Small like ball. that's the thing Small that's ball. Yeah. makes me nuts about baseball anymore. It's, I mean, we had, I don't know how many strikeouts in game seven, but in game three, when we could have put these guys away against a rookie pitcher mm-hmm. who only made 10 appearances in the big leagues, which I, I, which I know you don't have a book on. That's one of our issues. We had nine strikeouts in five innings. It's like, put the ball in play. The Arizona Diamondbacks have one of the shittiest defenses left in the playoffs. Make them make mistakes. And every time, I mean, literally Nick was swinging out of his helmet. His helmet was falling off when he swings. Like, what have, like, and, and the fact that this, you know, I'll tell you what, I'm not saying, trying to say you should be fired or anything like that, but the magic that Topper had last year, Jesse, completely gone. Him not, him not pinch hitting for Rojas in game seven with bases loaded with Pache when Rojas swung at three balls that weren't even in the, close to being strikes. 
Well, I mean, I I get Cincinnati, and is Pache that much worse than the outfield? I don't think he the the, the gap is that big. I just well, don't. it wouldn't have been Pache. It would have been um, Nick Cave. It would have been Nick Cave, and then you've got uh, three left hand batters back to back to back. Well, that was, I mean, it, that's it, why like, he didn't. That's we, why he we, didn't. It, but this whole loyalty to a lineup when all year we were bouncing around. Castellanos and Stodd and Bohm and all, and I get it. Baseball is a game of, you know, a superstition and routine and all that shit. But when you lose two out of three in Arizona and you really didn't, I mean, game five, they looked a little better, but again, they hit home runs. Um, coming back. I, I don't know. I, I, I just feel I put this on, I put this on topper a lot for just, yeah. Not, you know, not tweaking this lineup when the Diamondbacks. Not pulling Nick, Nick Castellanos out. What did they do like, to Diamondbacks, Jesse? When Carroll was in a slump, they pumped him to the two spot. Yep. And what did he do? He had like six hits in three games. You got to fucking change shit up. I mean, I saw the one side. I think I shared it in the group chat. Like, they basically singled. They hit singles, stole bases, and bunted and beat us. Yeah. They, they played. That's what they do. Their, their whole slogan all year was create chaos. That's make baseball, you baby. put put pressure on the defense, and that's what they did. That the the first three runs didn't matter, but the fourth run they scored was a Carroll single, stole second, single scores. Mm-hmm. Like we we have first and third, one out, and then we get back to back strikeouts. Yep. Like we don't do any of the, like it. Just it's just really frustrating to watch this team. Well, and not our, understand situational baseball. The other problem was our four and five hitter were on fire for the first for the first half of the playoffs and then they both come crashing down to earth and the problem is when you're four and five or a black hole later in the game pitchers can pitch around even turner jesse he couldn't even dude that guy has no fucking plate discipline jesse I know. He was swinging up balls that were like bouncing up to the plate. It's like, but like I that's, mean, that's why. Why didn't we like move Marsh up into the four spot? That's it. If you know, you you needed to do something because he was pairing the. I agree. Like him, flip him and Stott, Jesse, because you want to switch up the lefty righty. Put him in the five hole. Put Stott down at eight. Like, because when 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 four and five are a black hole, they didn't have to pitch to Harper because no, they were they, they knew nothing them. was coming up. And yeah. even then, even worse, Jesse was JT was a borderline black hole, and Nick was so basically four, five, six, and seven. The last after game two was literally worthless. It was yeah. all Schwarber, Trey hit a little bit in Arizona, and Bright. Those two carried us in March. Mm-hmm. We had three guys hitting the ball after that, and you know that's what they you know basically we turned into the Braves. We, yeah, they had and, one or two guys hitting the ball, and their sluggers weren't slug. Like we, we watched ourselves do what the Braves did. And then Just, the the unfortunate thing is, our bullpen went from the best bullpen in in the postseason to yep. the worst in a yep. game. And it wasn't even they were getting hit as much, Jesse, as the walks. Jesus, yeah. God, the walks were insane between Kimball Alvarado. And then, you know, we mad about Topper, too, Jesse. Yeah, he gave up that two-run homer. Hoffman did to uh, Riley. But then after that, in game three, he didn't bring him in at all. And I think he put in Kirkering, and that's when they took the lead in game yep. three. And it's like, Hoffman got you there all year. He had one outing against the Braves, and you fucking demoted him for Kirkering. And Kirkering... Well, no, I think Kirkering 
I think they tied the game on Kirkering, and then um, they brought in somebody else, and, they, and the a guy he left on base scored on like yeah, a sack fly or something. And and thank God they're going to get rid of that dickhead. I'm not even going to say his fucking name. That a ponytail, fucking piece of shit ponytail. He's gone. Yeah, he um, needs to go. The, and Taiwan I mean, Walker, he want he wants out. Four year huh? contract. He, Taiwan Walker. You see what he said? No. Time to do a four year deal. He's like the disrespect is on new levels. Like hashtag I want out or some shit. Like he's like he didn't pitch one pitch in the playoffs for me, and we gave this guy four year seventy two million dollar contract, and he was what fifteen and nine this year. I mean. Yes, but at the end of the year, he struggled. But he couldn't even get in. He couldn't even get in in like the bullpen. Like we hate, like no respect. Hey, you signed a contract. Show up and fucking play. I mean, it's uh, yeah, you know. And then and then we're not going to sign Lorenzen or whatever that dude. We're not because apparently he's going to get some big offers. So no, I mean it's back to the you know we don't have Painter all year next year or you the know, year after. Was, yeah, I mean it's he's huh? he, that's two oh hours. no, but. But have no fear, guys. Aaron Knowles, we're going to sign him again. No, he's gone. Fucking great. I think apparently, it's 50-50 he stays. Apparent, apparently they want him. They, they want to work out a deal with him. That yeah. was I, I have a feeling that changed after he shit the bed again. He didn't pitch know. horrible, but we needed him. No, once again, yeah, once again, he had an opportunity to show up in the big, and, in the big moments, and he came and up he small said. again. And well, I mean, I mean, he was three and zero in the playoffs to that point. I mean, he pitched pretty good. But I mean, that was the same thing in the Houston series. Yeah. He was dominant until we needed him. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, he was after that point. Him and Wheeler had a dead arm, and that's the only thing that worried me. I mean, anything could happen in the World Series, but I think you know, I think Texas that this is their year. They have pitching and hitting, but hey, Arizona's scrappy. You know, they're so young; they don't have the the balls to be afraid right now. They the, they the, they're like just young and dumb. Yeah. The one thing is, though, they they really only have two pitchers. Yeah. This this series, like, if you go back and look at it, this shit series should have been sweet. I, I agree. Losing game three when Bryce stole home and we were up one nothing, like, we would have got shut out that game. It wasn't for an hour. And then game, game four is when, uh, in a chat with my, you know, I forget if it's us group chat, whatever. I said game four when we, when we lost that, I said the series is over. Like, that was such a momentum swing for Arizona that got them all the confidence in the world back going up when you're up five, two in the seventh inning with a two run two, one lead, you can't lose that game. Like you just yep. can't, you can't, I know we came back in one game five, but they already had their swag back by winning that game. And we like in true Philly sports fashion, you know, the same thing with, with the Celtics series in round two last year, we're up three, two, and we come home for game six, close them out. We're up by four in the fourth quarter with five minutes to go. And we shit the bed. And now Tatum has goes off for like 20 in the fourth quarter. And they win the seat. Like, it's just what we do. We have a chance to eliminate really good teams or better teams. And then we fucking choke. I mean, the six, the Eagles up 10. How many teams Jesse have blown a 10 point lead at halftime in Super Bowl history? I believe it was them. Okay. And then we turn around and, and in true Philly sports fashion, we blame the fucking coaches who aren't even out on the field making the plays. Yeah. So, I mean, again, you know, it's, you know, Jalen has that insane, just fucking dumb luck fumble. And our, our grab Barry doesn't know how to play defense. And like it's, it's, it's true. <laughs> Hashtag that well, I mean, 
Bradbury doesn't know how to play defense. Our defensive coordinator is is probably on Zillow looking for a house. We have zero sacks in that game, and Mahomes literally has no one no ankle in the one leg, and we can't sack the guy. It's like it's just true Philly fashion. It's like we have everything is lined up for us to be a champion, and it's just like no, we promise you, we're gonna find a way to not win this game. And the Phillies, the Phillies were just next in line, obviously. So I'm not really understanding the lineup issue that you guys had. That lineup was like fine for the most of the entire playoffs. No, it was. But then, but then when you, yeah, game five they got a little hot again. But in game six, when you score one run on like four or five hits, and in games two and three you basically did nothing. So three out of the last four games, none of your big guys were hitting. Move up Marsh so he gets more at-bats with runners on base. Maybe bench Rojas and put in Pache or Nick Cave. Like, change it up. Like, you got to just spark it up a little bit. Maybe you drop, you know, you, you know, maybe Nick Slump and you move Nick up to the you know, five-hole, four-hole, and you put, put – like, but that's like everything else. It's just it, – like, again, I don't necessarily think that wins it, but the Diamondbacks did it. They switched Carroll to batting second. They changed Moreno to bat third from fifth. They tweaked it, and again, I'm not trying to say that's why they won, but sometimes, you know, it's just like, all right, let's just change it up tonight, guys. Let's give these guys a different look. Let's make them think about the game differently, and we didn't do – and not only that, I don't even think it's a lineup as much on. I might even give you that point as opposed to our approach at the plate. Yeah, Everybody's well, swinging to hit a five-run home run. It's like, guys, yeah. put the ball in play. Let's, let, let's just put the ball in play somewhere. Hit the ball hard somewhere. When you like, just want to jack, when you just want to sit back and jack up threes, yeah. you know, you're not going to have a really good field goal percentage. Same thing with batting. Hundred percent. Put the ball in play. You might not have to swing for defenses, but maybe just make solid contact and hope that it goes in a gap or you know bloops over somebody or something. Instead, you're, you know, everyone's up there pretending they're swinging that big red bat that we used to have as kids, and it's just not advantageous. And especially when you go, you go down in Arizona. Um, I think it was Nick Castellanos after the, after they interviewed him game seven, the end of the game, they were like, he down there, he was just like, he just felt different. Just felt different. I'm like, yeah, oh, okay. just felt yeah, different. Great. You know? And I mean, and, and that's what it is. I mean, these guys are human and I get it, you know, but it's, it's everything else. It's, you know, they cash the big checks, you know, everybody pays more for playoff tickets that, you know, everybody, you know, and it's just, it's, it's only natural that we're disappointed because, you know, we we beat the best team in baseball to get to that point, and it's like this is what we lose to. Like we didn't lose to the Dodgers, who are you know a hundred win team. We lost to a team that barely had eighty. I don't even know if they had eighty five wins. They lost their last four games, and they, I mean again, they beat teams to get to where we we had to play them. But this team hadn't hit a home run, you know, in in games, and then I don't know. It's just it's just one of those things that like it's. It's we choked. You said it, and I can't argue that. Much as it fucking stings, it's this team got behind a couple runs early in game six and seven, and they couldn't adjust. They didn't know what to do. We, every game, game one and two, we got out to the early lead, and we're good at front running. But when we get behind, everybody starts squeezing that bat a little tighter, swinging out shittier pitches. They're like the plate is like Jesse. Like my thing with like coaching. When like with Rojas in the third inning, when he had bases loaded in two outs, fine. You don't want to pitch. Um, you don't want to pinch hit Pache. Two of the three, the last two batters walked on nine pitches. 
and Rojas swung at the first pitch in the in-bat. Like, yeah. the fact that he didn't have a fucking take sign until there's two strikes, three, he got the four pitches, and all were balls, and the one he hit a lazy fly to center. That would have been ball four, or at least ball three, and maybe you walk in a run and you turn it over, now they're loaded for Schwarber, who's hot. Like, those are the little things in baseball that I will say, coaching, the, um, it's in, it just that wasn't there in the series. The the one guy, their closer in the seventh game, to get to end the game, he threw like 14 pitches or whatever. Three of them were strikes. That's what I mean. Like he got he threw three strikes, 14 pitches. He threw three strikes and got and got three outs throwing three strikes. And that was the entire game. Same with game six. Um, when Green, uh, not Green, who was the pitcher in Green Six? What's his name? Blonde hair, do you pitch in Korea? Uh, not Green, not Green. It's um, fuck. Uh, anywho, it begins with the G. So I'm so in my mind. In the, it was like the third or fourth inning. We had bases loaded again with two outs, and I think it was Cassianos up, and he swung at three balls that literally almost fucking bounced to the plate, and it could have walked a run. Like we just. They beat us. I, I I can't sit here and say it was a we bad call. We, we didn't get we didn't get Bartman's. You know nobody took their hand over the the railing for a foul ball. You know we didn't get a bad you know call at the plate on a on a bang bang play or. It's like, Randy Quaid from Major League. Ah, they'll blow it in the playoffs. Like that's basically <laughs> what it is. Yeah. I mean, we last year we had Houston two one next two games in Philly and the game four we got fucking no hit. <laughs> like literally got no hit in a world series when we're up two games to one. Like, I think, I think you're seeing a, 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 um, a pattern of things you keep talking about. It's like, it's, what, it's that being, Phil, it's that being Philly, on the, that Philly's cursed. Yeah. It's, it's being on that mound, that big mound of dirt and throwing the ball is very important when it comes to baseball. Yeah. But it's not like they got, it's not like they're pitching outside. Yeah. Of, but, well, Jesse, to Jesse's point, fourteen pitches and only three strikes—that's that's not good pitching. That's no, it's just terrible it's hitting. Baseball. It's bad terrible baseball. hitting. It's and it's, ugh, I but, just hate but again, like it's not like they got shelled. They were the they were the team in the first two games doing the the shelling. After that, it was like one run, two run games. It's the same way in the Houston series. It was just at the end of the day, our worry in in. Arizona and in the Houston series, our worry was it was going to be the bullpen that was going to let us down. And in the Houston series and the Arizona series, it ended up being the bats. That yeah. w- that I mean, we lose two one in game three and the one run came on a wild pit. So we basically got shut out. Hmm? We got shut out by a rookie who had 10 appearances in his whole major league career. Like what the fuck, you know, after we're up two nothing, we put up 10 runs. Like you could see it in game three, how flat they were. And they were just like, oh yeah, the diamondbacks are going to lay down. They're going to lay down. It's over. It's like, no, they're not assholes. This is a young team trying to make a mark. And these guys want to win. Like, and I think it was like literally watching the brave series from game three on. And we were the Braves where the Braves walked out every game thinking, well, we're the Braves. We're going to, we're going to win this game. We're better than the Phillies. And it's like the Phillies were just punching them in the mouth. And we got punched in the mouth for the last five games. Like we lost four out of five games. Like that's, that's fucking embarrassing. I mean, that's embarrassing. 
and you know it's 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 it just sucks like it's just so deflating that you get this far because it's you know we we had a good run last year in the world series but other than that it was 10 years with a playoff drought and you like you sniff the world series again you know and you play, you play a rangers team that's good but you know they're not juggernauts and it's like you know, yeah. Like when I said, you have two games to win, one at home, and you don't like. See, same with. But I will say this, and this goes back to my one of my things I say constantly, and I'll you know sound like a bitter Philly sports fan. The 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 hypocrisy in that the national media is just like mind bottling. Because I was reading about before like games ever the Phillies, the basically. <laughs> Before the game seven for the and, and, and game seven for the Phillies, I can't look at anything sports now. All I read was how the Rangers were scrappy and they showed heart, and Astro was the Astros were like one play away in game six, ending it, and then they lost eleven to two in game seven. But it was about well, you know, they're built to be back here next year, and they're this, they're that. The Phillies lose two games at home, and everything a choke, 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 choke. Astros had two games winning home. Well, you know, it's they gave it their all. They, you know, they were just the Phillies do the same thing, and it's like, oh well, these guys suck. I think it's because of the way the media hyped up the environment in the bank, and that we were so bulletproof up until that point that it was just it was just hyped up to the point where everyone thought the Phillies were just invincible at home, and when we lost not one but two, and all we needed was one. To, to go to the World Series and we couldn't get it done. I mean, that's the obvious storyline is that they choked. When you they also, also you create a, a, a structure of a dream team, people tend to hate that. It's like the Yankees. When the Yankees used to go around and buy every every high-priced free agent, it comes with some sort of, uh, sort of aura around them, and you start to hate them because of that, right? So it's the same thing here. You start to You start to buy players. You start to get guys that some people, again, as we always argue on here, something that other people around the league don't like. It's, it's, yeah, what it's like the heat that it's the heat that the heat got right. Yeah. When, 100%. you know, when the big three came together and, you know, there it's was okay. a lot when of the Mets do it or the Dodgers do it. It's okay. And the Yankees do it. Well, that's okay. The Mets, the Mets buy Verlander. They buy Scherzer, you know, they buy Lindor. Oh, they're committed to winning. And then the Phillies do the same thing. Oh, Look at these, you know, so it, it just, but, I don't but, know. But Bill, I mean, come on, you, you signed Harper, you signed uh, JT after Harper wanted him, you signed Schwerber, Castellanos, uh, and and then um, Trey, Trey Turner. I mean, you Trey got Turner. five guys there. I mean, I, I don't know many other teams that have that many hundred million plus guys. I, I mean, mean, that's the, a lot of guys. And I'm not, I'm not counting, I'm not counting uh, pitching at this point. Wheeler's a hundred million. The Dodgers payrolls ridiculously high. Dodgers, Mets, and Yankees, I think, all have higher payrolls than us, and I think the Red Sox too. They all do the same thing. They just they just signed shitty players for two hundred million dollars. <laughs> we signed the right ones. Like it's 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 yeah, I I I can't be mad at the Phillies for spending money trying to win. I I just it's, it's well, these guys just didn't deliver. They just didn't deliver. The the one the one quote that I loved with um. That John Middleton said, I forget if it was this year or last year. And he was like, if, because they were asking him about, 
you know, spending money on the team and, and, and everything else. And he said, well, you know, it was basically if I, in, in, in 10 or 15 years, if I look back on owning the Phillies and, or, or any sports team and you say, well, at least I made money. He's like, I feel like that's a flawed, it, that's a flawed approach. It's like, Sports, the point of owning owning a sports team and the point the point of sports is not to make money. The point of sports is to win. And and his his point was like, if if there's anything I can do, if there's any check Unless I can Unless you're Josh check, Harris, by the way, sorry. Huh? Unless you're Josh Harris, by Unless the way. Unless you're Josh Harris. <laughs> um but it was basically like, if there's anything I can do to to give my team the advantage, I'm gonna do it because you know, his, his whole thing was getting back to it. It's like, I've made enough money. I don't need the Phillies to make money. I need the Phillies to win. So, yeah. you know, it's refreshing to have an, an owner like that. And I mean, really we're, we're, we're fairly spoiled in that we have some owners in this city, you know, like Jeffrey Laurie and, um, and, and Middleton that, really care about winning and really care about trying to win. Do you think Lori lives off the Eagles wealth? Like that's his, isn't that his main wealth? I mean, I know his family was into like Hollywood stuff. Lori had money. Let's also, I also want to bring up real quick, 2024 team payrolls. Number one is your Philadelphia Phillies, a 26 man payroll of a close to $210 million. The next closest um, I believe would be the New York Mets at 154. Yeah, because because they, they paid Howard Utley, two hundred nine, two hundred six, two hundred two. They were and paying they, they were paying all the guys from the 08 team: Howard Utley, Rollins, Chooch, Cole Hamels, Holiday. Like mm-hmm. they were they were riding that wave out, and they were paying all the guys that won them five straight division titles. Like they and a World and they, Series. Yeah, and they gave some bad contracts out. I mean, Cliff Lee, you know, Roy Oswalt, the five aces, you know, like. They rolled it out, you know, and that was a mistake because that, that hamstrung them for a few years. And, well, and your Arizona Diamondbacks are number 23 on that list, about seven or eight stats below the league average. Money for league pay, For league yeah. payroll. Yeah. yeah. So it's not always about buying the best guys, as we've seen. Moneyball is a great example. Um, it's putting the pieces together and be smart about it. You start, you start spending the money like they're spending money. You know, they start to get – too big, too big for their britches there. And like Moneyball, what what else is very important? Money. Brad Pitt. Get get on base. Just <laughs> get on base. It is <laughs> no. I mean, cause, cause, I mean, we saw it in Game Four. And we Bill, scored. to your point, choke up the bat, put it in yeah. play, get on base. Three of our five. But Matt, chicks dig the long ball, bro. No, they, dig the ding dong, the ding dong Johnsons. The Three of our five runs in game four were unearned. Two came on that error at third base when Boom hit that chopper. And then another one came on, I think, a Bryce Harper that got turned into an error. Anywho, like these guys weren't making good plays in the field when we actually put the ball I mean, in play. I mean, <laughs> it's, it, just, it, it's any it's any sport. Look at the look at football. What do you do when your offense is sluggish and you got to get back in and get some momentum going? You run the ball. Right, you know, yeah, you hit the check, you hit control. the check down a Clock couple control, times. You know, keep the other team's offense off the you field. Know? You know, basket basketball. What do you do? I'm, you go I'm, down, get a couple easy ones. You I'm know, curious, Not, I'm curious. I'm curious to look forward to next season and what you all think. Since I mean, you obviously are the more savants than baseball than I am. 
but you know, you look at a team that's obviously going to be out of first baseman. I mean, it's going to be probably out of uh, a starting pitcher. If you take those two players out, what are you doing? Where do you, where are you moving the chess pieces? Because I think it's kind of interesting to think about where certain players are going to move to. Uh, so my big thing is Harper going back to right field. No, you know, my thought about that for his career. I think he's going to be first base. Me, me selfish, me selfishly. It's, I think I, I want Cassiano's gone. I'm over him. I'm oh. over Aaron Nola, but then it's like, you got Reese coming back. No, no well, that's the, I don't know. We do because there's no spot for him because Kyle, that's, our it, but that's, that was, I was going to say that you got, you got Reese coming back, but is he coming back as a Philly? That's the yeah. only thing because no, there's no room for him. No. And, I mean, and you would, you would I, have- I, I want Nola back for the record as FFP fans, a guy who's Oof. never missed the start in his career. I mean, Oof. that's, that's a pretty big yeah, congratulations. You, what would, it do for us in the postseason? You can you show would, up to work every day and be shitty at your job. Well, he got he got us a win against the Marlins. He got us a win against the Braves, and he got us a win in, against the yeah. Diamondbacks. He just couldn't. And so he only gave up he only gave up three runs last game. It's not like he gave up seven. The, we, just, we just scored one for him. Yeah. So here's the the problem. At first, is that with the whole recent Harper thing. Harper, it's his first year at first base, and he's he like years better. better. <laughs> he was a better defensive first baseman than Reese Hoskins. Like, yeah, so it's yeah, because uh, he was the one making all the foolish errors, and that that bug kind of went to Trey Turner. <laughs> so yeah, like, Trey, yeah, Trey's glove. Trey was really unstable. He was wishy washy. He'd so make amazing like, plays, you... but then couldn't make routine ones. Sorry, yeah, that. yeah. I and it, so like. You, I've I've read a couple things where like Castellanos could be a trade piece that they use to they flip him and a and a player for for something. But I mean, I, I mean, if you think about it though, this lineup is built to come back for the next couple of years. Bryce Lunder, Stott's going to get paid. Turner's here for ten years. Bohm's going to be here. JT's here for three more years. Nick's here for two more years. Schwarber's yeah. here for two more years. Like, yeah. and, and it just t- stings right now. But like, the team's still likable. It's a very yeah. likable and team. The one, I guess, the one good thing is that we need a closer, Jesse. Like, yeah, we need well, yeah, a like closer. that's that's the thing that they're gonna they're probably gonna spend a metric ton of money on is a closer. And yeah, um, John will be happy. Spend some money on pitching. Spend that money, baby. A big surprise there. There you go. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, and here's the thing. That ponytail dickhead made a lot of money. Did he really? I yes. thought he got him like, like a vet min or something. No, he made like $20 million. Oh, get the – I hate it. Jesse, I don't need this Hodget in this late at night, all right? He, I don't he, need to hear this shit. Yeah, he made like 18 or $20 million. Um, we basically witnessed the guy just fall so, apart. So <laughs> – Literally, Literally just the, the was, one good thing is like Rojas can't next year. He can't be worse at the plate than he was this year. So if I'm the Phillies, I make sure he I'm like, bro, you got your passport. And if he's like, why, what's going on? I'll be like, I hope you like Venezuela because you're going to Venezuela for the for the for winter. Send him to winter come ball. back a hitter. Well, I mean, you don't even need him to come back hitting for hitting for average. You just need him to come back hitting. Like if you could, if he could play that level of defense every day and hit like 240, 250, that's, that's great. Craig Kimbrell, one year, 10 million. Oh, mm. thank God he's gone. 
thank God he's gone. There's Unrestricted no way. free agent at the end of the season. Oh, thank you. Yeah, he's gone. I, I, I never want to see him. Oh, my God. He's fucking. He's, I, I kinda, he's, if we do Jesse's thing, and I'll save it for if we do a hate to face, I know where I'm going with this. Oh, it, boy. It, honestly, I kind of wonder if he's done done because. Yeah. I mean, he looked just absolutely yeah. cooked. Like, and if I'm a GM, why am I going to give you $10 million to be mediocre? You can't have a 99 mile an hour fastball that goes down to 93 dead middle. Like that's like, like you can't be a closer in that. You can't even be a fucking setup man anymore. Like, and it's not, and, and it's not cool curve is he can't throw for a fucking strike. So it's like, you're going to throw fucking heat. You can do that. Yeah. Like you got to throw 99 <laughs> or above. And, 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 and isn't that insane? Strike. That's insane that we're even talking about that now. Like, you, you know, the, the minimum, to stay competitive at, at that position now is like is 99 miles an hour well, minimum. It depends on how much movement your, your ball has. Like, and you, the, you have to be able to throw strikes. Like you have to be the, able to throw strikes. Just the insane. thing with the thing with Kirkring was he's got that ridiculous breaking pitch and then he can throw like 97. So like when you can throw 97 and have a breaking pitch, like he does, you're yeah. unhittable. But the problem that Kirkring at the tail end of that, at the tail end of the year, the last two games that he went into, his breaking pitch had zero fucking bite. And the the frustrating thing was that I don't know if it was GT or Cotham. I think the moment got to him. Well, but I mean, I mean, he's super young. I mean, what is he? That that's fine, right? But like, if you're GT and you're Cotham and you're you're Topper and you put the kid out there and you know you, the rule is he's got to be out there for three batters, right? Yep. His after that first batter when he walks him, and his breaking pitch has zero fucking bite on. You get on, on it. the phone. You get well, on the phone. You get on the phone. But the other thing is, you send JT out there, and you're like, "All right, kid, I it's one. I'm calling one pitch until you're done, and it's the heater, and we're just yeah. Gonna yeah. Keep fucking throwing it." And Jesse, yeah. I agree. Like if if we're gonna lose, let them put it over the fence on us or hit it. This whole walking shit and throwing hanging sliders, it's like. Like that's what's like, I just, I don't know. Like that's really where I question this team. It's just like, just wh- those, what are those we hitters were not good enough to be able to catch up to, you know, 98, 99 mile an hour fastballs and hit them out of the park. They're, the only they, one that could hit a fastball was Marte. He, he, he was the only one. Okay. Pitch around him. Carol couldn't it, touch there, there's fastball. a reason why I liked Craig Kimbrell. World Series, Boston Red Sox champion. That's why. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, here we go. All right. All right. We, 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 all right. All right. All right. We need to. John, we, John's having technical it, difficulties again. All right. <laughs> he thought he was on mute still. He thought he was on mute. All right. All right. All right. All right. I think we got a lot of the Philly stuff out of our system. We had a nice therapy him. session there. Let's let's segue to a little bit uh, of better news. Okay. Patrick Beverly uh, and the Sixers. The, the the birds oh this week. God. The They're birds this week got some much needed. It looks like some much re- needed help in the secondary. Um, fleecing the Tennessee Titans again for another. Howie's, Howie's another stud. Up. Still waiting for those Christmas cards, Bill. <laughs> yeah. uh, so there's good news there. The other piece of good news is hey, felt we're six and one. Uh, we beat a Miami Dolphins team that you know still little shaky, still some question marks, still not a complete game. Yes. But, um, I remember a few episodes ago, we, this was the, this was the game we kind of all marked on our count. Well, at least two of us here had just, just etched in 
just chiseled in an L big time. I lost a lot of money on that game. I'll just put it that way. Uh, so, well, shame on you for betting on your own team. <laughs> you bet against the Eagles. <laughs> we'll talk about this another time. Oh boy. Wow. Oh, boy. I only bet Asshole. them to win and they always, they, they, they never fit. cover when I bet them to cover, but <laughs> wow. I, I, I don't even hate them that much. Wow. <laughs> Uh, uh, kids always, always bet responsibly out there. Okay. <laughs> bet over your head. <laughs> yeah. Bet, bet under your head, not over it, especially <laughs> with your own team. Yes. Uh, gambling problem. Well, they aren't a gambler. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so let's, let's talk, let's round out the episode with a, with a little bit of birds talk. Um, round two with the commanders this weekend. Uh, it is the, in their house, right? Where we're in Washington. Yep. Um, not a very, not a very scary place. Right. I mean, I I don't think it's, yeah, I I don't think it's like, but they play us tough riverboat. Ron, I'm going to say one thing. One thing I'm going to be worried about is we have a $250 million quarterback. That's day to day with his knee. Not really a warm and fuzzy feeling. Bill, when you're constantly walking the red carpets, I mean, you're, you're bound to slippery. You're right. You know, those tuxedo shoes. Well, I think what happened was too many flash, too many flashes, you know, and and any any he steps wrong and just tweaks it a little bit, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's you know, and then I mean, I'm assuming maybe it was he heard it in the Jets game, but when he says in that article I sent, it didn't happen against the Dolphins. It's like okay, well, when did it happen then? Was it against the Jets? Was it on a Tuesday when you were playing basketball? Well, like Jesse said, I, I we'll know. find out after the Super Bowl, right? When yeah, all the we'll when all the dirty laundry comes out, we'll find out after the Super Bowl. Hopefully, we're playing in that game. No, wait, wait to fucking jinx it, Bill. Hopefully, like, hey, I, 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 I thought we were keeping it positive here. I thought we were keeping it positive. I mean, that's you know, I feel like every year, like when the the, the post Super Bowl injury list, it's like. This guy's getting surgery. This guy's getting surgery. This guy's getting surgery. This guy's getting surgery. This guy had a bro, and you're like, "Holy shit! I didn't know this, this, this. Those guys were all were all hurt." I mean, it's that's what it is. Like, it, it just so, seems odd the comment about I didn't do it in this in the last game or what do you say this game or last game? Yeah, the the, the game, the Dolphins game. He's so it's like, like it's you're you know like let's talk to the PR department there for the Eagles like. How about we don't say anything? Because then, then there's a big question mark. Well, how did you do it? Once you find out that he injured it in practice, it's the end of the end of the discussion. The fact that it's bowling. like this mystery. It's not, obvious. Uh, yeah, bowling. bowling. Lucky, bowling. Yeah, he, he went to Lucky Strikes. And yeah. uh, well, I mean, it's charity it's, event, charitable event is for kids. Here's, here's I mean, come the, on. The I mean, the Eagles have one of the largest media contingents in the in the league. And, you know, the fan base in this region is, you know, ravenous for any sort of Eagles content. Like you have John Clark camping out at fucking airports when players would get signed and shit and show up like it, it's, you know, or or, you know, independent journalists stalking ex coaches houses after they get fired. Um you know, it it's just it, it's, number thirty-five on Crossing Broad at that day. By the way, <laughs> shout out Crossing Broad. So, what does uh, Kevin Byer do to this lineup? Like, I mean, it immediate it, juice or what? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's you have another safety, which is is what 37, 38, <laughs> making twenty million a year. That's a great pickup, Howie. 
Well, I mean, the the money is until next year, so now it's yeah, the half of his deal is already paid because he got it in a signing bonus this year. Um, so it is. The rest how about of the a year. coverage linebacker? Is that too much to have to ask well, for? A coverage linebacker. One of the one of the one of the ESPN. Um, I forget her name, but she's like super plugged in when it comes to GMs and trades and everything. Said earlier today that um, is that a Rossi keep, chick? No, it's yeah, she yeah, keeps, yeah. She mm-hmm. keeps hearing that um, how he's the Eagles are not done. They are making more moves. So oh, are they going to sign Roddy White next? Let's go. So, yeah. and, <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's go. So with your fork, bring Tony Gonzalez out, Tony Gonzalez out of uh, retirement. Yeah. I could see a Patterson I mean, kind of move. You could decide could uh, decide could play. You know, if he wanted to, he could play three safeties now. If he wanted to play that sort of coverage, um, how about two just good ones? How about I'm not. How about not one good one and two mediocre ones? Here's I, a I real mean, I question. Like, and I, I feel like Bayard and and Blankenship's a pretty good safety tandem. Do you, uh, do you ever up. hear Nicobe no, he, Dean he's being full, called for a good play? What's up? You ever hear Nicobe Dean's name being called for like making a play? No. Like, is, is he our starting linebacker? Is he one of our starters? Like I never, I never hear him. Oh, and it could be Dean with the tackle. Like I'm not even trying to be a smart ass. Like I don't, I've never heard an announcer say, "Oh, it's a tackle by Nakobe Dean." I don't even hear, fucking hear this dude's name. And yeah, but, like, is is? I, I guess the the problem that I have is different. Like the secondary is my problem. Like, and I guess you could consider the safety the secondary, but like that's my issue. Like when you go against the team like the Dolphins last week, and Tyreek Hill is. I mean, we are we argue the three touchdowns, but it, basically three touchdowns minus penalties, and you're not doing anything to stop that. Like that's a secondary issue. Like I don't see Nicobe Dean's not covering Tyreek Hill, you know, in coverage. You know well, what I mean? Like, and the the other thing with Dean is the Eagles' scheme. If if Nicobe Dean is having to tackle a running back, there's a bigger problem. And, and and I know he didn't play the game, but how about Logan Thomas when he had 11 catches for 100 some yards and a touchdown against us? Like that's where Nakobe Dean needs to be against the Redskins on Sunday because they have a legit tight end who can makes catches. Well, I mean, you've what? got you've got Nakobe Dean, and then you've got um. Uh, oh, the other guy I do like. Um, what's that? Cunningham. Cunningham. That guy makes tackles. I mean, he's around the ball a lot, I mean, he, um, and and I mean, Morrow, that idiot. Well, and wasn't it so Keith Byers' that- number? That wasn't it, wasn't it to me? It was weird at least that, um, what's his nuts look so good on that, um, that sack play. And then I don't think he got another snap. Who, who, uh, who's this Jordan Davis, Josh, Josh Sweat? No, the uh, Nolan Smith, Nolan Smith. Like he wasn't hurt. He I just think they got, play. I think they got this kid in bubble wrap. I think they got this kid because they, because I think Reddick and Reddick and Sweat are playing their asses off. Jalen Carter is becoming the best player and like one of the best. I mean that that literally might be like the greatest Eagle draft pick. Mm-hmm. Bulldog right? pride, bulldog pride. I mean, I mean, it's getting up there. I mean, the guy is real, a relax. Greatest draft I'm, pick. Well, what's one that's better? Uh, obviously, your University of Arizona Wildcat. All right, Nikki. Number yeah. eight in your playbook, number nine here. That 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 how we cut and let go, and Dougie P had to call and beg him to come back. Because he was going to retire. Thanks, Dougie P. 
But what a story. What a I mean, story. He, to Bill's point, like he's right now the best defensive tackle in all of football. As like you can't cover this through one-on-one. He just chews up your O-line and like, he's like a man baby out there. Well, and the, and the crazy thing is if you double him, that means that Jalen Carter gets to eat one-on-one. Yeah. Jordan Davis, you mean, or I'm sorry. Yeah. And then, and then that means Williams and Milton Williams and then, and Reddick and sweat. Yeah. And that's like, and and that's the other thing too, John, I would say not to stop you there. I'll be quiet is I'm going to linebacker who can blitz and get to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. We, no, blitz we don't, we don't fucking blitz anyway. Yes, we do. Well, we don't ever get fucking sacks. Is the problem we, we blitz and our fucking linebacker gets blocked by a five seven running back in the back. <laughs> well, the, the, but Bill, the speed blocks, guys. To to John's point, we don't. We rarely blitz from linebackers. Like no, the Nolan Smith one was, I think, the only linebacker. One of the only linebacker blitzes in the game. Corner blitz is that like not? available anymore in in nfl what are we going to give slay and bradbury a, a fucking segue to get there with their 38 year old leg jesus I, christ john i'm just saying like what are like what, i mean isn't it an element of surprise wouldn't that be great just to kind of throw that out there once like but i mean how about blankenship like that dude has no problem running 100 miles an hour into something i think the guy that we need to to and maybe bird will be that but i think he's more of a in the back so, end guy uh, is Sidney Brown. He's a fucking missile. Like exactly. I think I think we're grooming him. And that he's looked tough. better and better. I think it's tough because he had the hamstring, so I think they're working him back slowly. But I think maybe not even totally this year. I think Bard could be a one year rental depending on how, how well he plays and the kind of money he wants. But I think Sidney Brown, he has that kind of if he can figure out now how to not to get beat and I think he's he's our He's our Troy Palomaro, like potential kind of guy. And Ringo, just, Ringo has looked good the last two weeks. I tell you what, Ringo just needs a chance. I think, I think there's no doubt he's going to be a starting corner or maybe even a safety gets moved back there. Like Ringo, you watch him; he's just a big dude. He's like looks like Bobby Taylor out there. He just looks like an Eagles cornerback. It's just you know Bradbury and Slay, you know Notre Dame, mean, baby. Yeah, it's. I mean, they are in the spot, but I don't know if they'll both be back next year or if one of them's like I don't know. But I think Ringo has a has. He's in a great spot that he can learn from these two, hopefully. And you know, but no, I mean, it's a lot to be excited about, and it's just. Uh, but the, but but it's going to be a close game on Sunday because the Redskins fucking scored seven points against the Giants, and they're going to put up twenty five on us. Well, that's a that good was, segue. Let's get some predictions going. For this, for this game, what are we feeling? There it is. There, there, L. I mean, I don't bet against my team. There's the L. And now, John, we didn't ask what we, Phillies were going to do in a game seven. We didn't ask what the Phillies <laughs> were going to do. We all know that fucking scenario. No, but I mean, based on last last week's you know game, I'm 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 I feel a little bit better. But like I said in the text chain, like you got to beat Dallas. You know, th- this is a division. This division is is has to be won first before you think about first round buys. So win the division and then, then you can worry about everything else. You still got to play good teams after the buy. We talked about it. So I, I oh, think yeah. this week is a, I think this week is a win based on there. It's going to be a tough game. I don't think it's a blowout, <clears throat> but stay healthy for cap the Cowboys. Cause that's going to be a test. That's always got extra Eagles, juice. Eagles six and a half. Mm-hmm. I mean, and is that and high? I think that's, no, high. I that's for a road game. I mean, you get three points for if, 
if they thought it was going to be a close game, it would be the Eagles at three. So they think the Eagles should win by at least 10, seven to 10 points. Like they should, Eagles should win 31 to 20. They're thinking kind of range. I don't see him winning by that. It's also I Sam Howell. Too, I think Sam Howell's on a downward spiral. I think, I yeah. think he. It's the I most think, sacked quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. I, I think that Eric Bieniemy is just, I, I think he had, he held on, he shined under Andy Reed, go figure. And he's being exposed to not. I mean, they have B. Rob and Antonio Gibson, two most dynamic backs, and they throw the ball forty times a game. Like they don't just hand the ball off to the. Like, <laughs> they got Terry McLaurin, a stud receiver. Jonah Doxson, stud. They got Logan Thomas. They got Curtis Sam. I mean, they have so many fucking weapons. I, I, I think, but I think Eagles' all-time record against the Commanders or Redskins, whatever, uh, eighty-four and eighty-eight and six. Yeah, well, because in the 80s and 90s, the Redskins were a powerhouse and we were dog shit. And, but I think to John's point before about the games being good, I mean, look at this Bills game. It's 17 to 10 against Baker Mayfield. We were up by two touchdowns on the road against these I'm telling guys. You, I'm, I'm telling you, I think the Eagles, my, my prediction is the Eagles win, but it's by a field goal. I think it's a little easier than that. I think the. I don't think so. They, like, took it, they took it to overtime last time we faced them. I don't nah. think this is a gimme. I, I well, I don't think it's. I mean, any it's, it's overall any given Sunday. But if Jalen's not injured and he can not be, he's injured. I think that the this is. I I see this being a twenty seven seventeen Eagles game. Yeah, I think division games always have extra juice. So you yeah, can't. I, think I mean, even if it was the Giants, I would be like, this isn't a this isn't a gimme. I mean, that's that's the one thing about being an Eagles fan is that you never know when they're going to t- turn out like a, fuck a Jets game. Yeah. yeah. So it's, you know, as as exciting as six and one is, I'm tempered my expectations just based on past experiences. And I think it's just scar tissue from being an Eagles fan. This but is I mean, one of the games coming up that I thought we were going to win. I, like the Dolphins game was not one of them. This one, I think out of the stretch coming up, this is a winnable game, but it's not going to be close. I don't, I don't nah, think, I, don't I think, I think we're close. actually, I'm and more thinking about it in this team. I think we're, I'm going to change my score to 31, 13. Wow. I think, yeah, yeah I, I don't, I, don't I think you underestimate what that Dolphins game did to the Eagles. That jets loss fucked this team up. And that was a wake up call. And mm. I think, this yeah, and they, gonna, but they still didn't play good. They won. Well, they he gave up ten. They, they gave up ten points on defense. It was a fluke pick six, a fluke play, and they scored thirty-one. And we had a we had a penalty go our way, which uh, brought back a, a touchdown, which could have been. But we know, could have won by twenty-one because we could have got a touchdown that last shot. We were at the five and took a knee. So the, the Darius Slay interception, the, the Zach Cunningham Cunningham was not even looking back. Like he was all over that receiver. That was very much. It w- and it was underthrown, and you could say the whole game. Devontae Smith got tugged on that one play on third down. They fucking raped him. But it's at the end of the day. We're going to have the same conversation we had about the Super Bowl. Not to say that you need to play perfect every game, but when, when we go into the playoffs and we go into the Super Bowl, if you're going to do shit like that and expect that the, the flags be thrown the other way, it's not always going to happen. No, you I have agree. To play good, clean, solid football. Yes. Did are those did those referees make questionable calls that wed that helped us? Absolutely. I would have never thought in 2017 that half of those pen, those penalties that were called in the Super Bowl would have went our way. I would think have about bet it. That all my money that now, 
the game being played now, John, that Malcolm Jenkins hit on Brandon Cooks oh. is a 15-yard penalty. And may, may be ejected. Maybe he's ejected. Well, maybe. I think it's 15 yards, but yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. That's that's one of the ones that comes comes like to mind. Those, like those kind of plays are just you know, and and you know, so no, I mean, I agree. The days of letting guys play like that should have let in Super Bowl, like again, that I don't. There was a penalty. But should it have been called at the end of the Super Bowl when you realize it's the biggest game of the year? Let them play. It's kind of like basketball, right? And not only even basketball, that, John, the ball was so overthrown. Like it wasn't like he had it tipped on the ball and was like, "Oh, he would have caught that." When you watch it playing over and over, that ball was eight yards over his head and down the field. Like yep. he could, he there was like that's where I and maybe and, 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 and I don't want to run long. We can maybe next episode bring it up is. How referent because I heard Tom Brady talking about it, one of our counterparts on his podcast. Let's get it with Jim Gray. That his one of his biggest beef with the NFL is he feels year by year the referees are trying to make their presence known in these games more and more. Oh yeah. And it's like let the fucking guys play football. No one's like, no one's buying the tickets to see the refs. No, like, like it's football. Like if a guy gets his arm pulled down on a catch, it's a penalty. But if they're going down the field and they bump into each other, I don't want to hear he proved. He, you know, he, he, he blocked his progress for a route. It's like, it's fucking football. Like you guys are going to bang. It's a violent sport. Like a holding penalty on the O line should be the guy's going to have a clear sack and gets tackled down. But this whole, like away from the ball bullshit five yard. And, and here's another thing that's complete fucking, uh, it makes me absolutely insane with this fucking football is when it's third and 21 and there's a defensive hold for five yards, automatic first down. How could a five-yard fucking penalty be an automatic first down on a, on a when it's third and twelve, and third and sixteen? Like, I I the, like the the rule like the referees are just making this game not fun to watch. In my so life. that's another segment that I think we we got a table because I think Bill you yeah. you brought it up was like I think that's you brought it up and I think it's it would be a good segment is the frustration with the with just officiating in sports overall, like I mean, NBA, MLB, commissioner everything. of the well, national know, flag football league. <laughs> they need to listen. I'll send my resume in. It's been what, penalties two, are for pussies. It's Roll one. Two, it's been two games in a row now where we're going fourth and one and they flag Kelsey for being offsides when he's perfectly legal on the play. He set the line of scrimmage. He's the goddamn center with the ball in his hand. Well, they think he's the line they, of scrimmage. They think it's the guy. They, they think, think it was Landon the, Dicker. They think yeah. it's Landon Dickerson. It's Kelsey. Yeah, it's, uh, although I'll give them a little bit of leeway on that's a new play that everyone's uncomfortable about. So it's going to take time for yeah, we you watch the other teams, you know, what, everyone's you know, uncomfortable about it. Get it. Like it's just, but everyone's else. uncomfortable about it. Cause we're good at doing it. Like yeah, that's it's the like thing. Nobody, it's like, Back back when uh, the Brady was on the Patriots, right? They were unstoppable on QB sneaks. They were fucking unstoppable. Because he's six five and strong as hell, he could push through the line. But nobody had a problem with it. Yeah, no, when I it was agree. The fucking Patriots. When no. it's the when it's the Eagles, and and Philly, everybody's like, "Oh, this is a problem." Oh, we got to ban the play. We got to ban the play. play. Well, we're scumbags. Well, and that's what it is. It's it's us against the world. And that's so one, that's Jeff, one so, thing about Philly. So Bill's got him going to the Super Bowl. John, you've got him losing. I've got no, him. No, they'll win. They'll win, they'll win on, on Sunday. Okay. I've got him winning, but it's not going to be. It's close. not going to be. Yeah, it's going to be close. Jesse, what, what do you got? They win. They win. They, you they got win. a score? Three to nothing. 
three safety actually five five to nine (laughs) 27 27 13 that's what i said yeah okay these guys still got their fucking long chairs on broad street (laughs) nothing's changed that's okay I, i i like the optimism listen you go into the bye week and you're nine and one hey man i mean like I don't care how you got there. Hats off to you. Yeah. But, you know, like, let's not be, let's not be coy to the fact that we're nine and one last year into the bye. I mean, I don't know. I I don't know when the bye was, but we were, we were nine and oh, and then we lost to the Redskins. We were nine. I mean, it's nine and one. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's impressive, but again, you know, everyone talked about the dolphins and how they played nothing but shitty teams and look at, I mean, look at their record and they look like shit um, when they played us, but you know, then you try. Or, or, or it goes back. To, it goes back to you can't play the schedule years like the before the year. Look at the 49ers. Purdy might not even play on Sunday against Cincy. And even if he does, Joey yeah, he got is back. Bell, he got his bell wrong. That's he, why. He, that's why he, the Cowboys game becomes that much more important. But it's it's one of those that you know it's 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 I think the Cowboys game, and I'm not trying to say NF football is not like one player. I mean, except obviously minus the quarterback, obviously. I think them losing Diggs, they're done. Like he was the heart and soul. I know Parsons is a stud and all that. That stuck the life out of them. They have nobody, nobody that can even hang with AJ Brown now. And it's, Gilmore, no, no. Nah, nah. Gilmore, Gilmore's like Gilmore's as old as Darius Slay. And then Woody, okay, so you put Gilmore on AJ Brown, then Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard just chew you up. Yeah, until we get in the red zone and we can't get in the end zone. So field goals are cool. Uh, field goals are cool. <laughs> All right, R- real quick. Oh, that w- that's cute, Jesse. That's real go. cute. Christ. They give you. Jesse's got a new computer now, okay. and it's doing magic tricks over there. Uh, real quick, one one more headphones. one more piece of music trivia for John that he'll yeah, that he'll like, and then we'll end it. Yeah, uh, going back to the to the Billboard uh, number one hits. So you got Michael Jackson. Stats. Okay, you got. Hold on. You got Michael Jackson at number number four for 13 number ones on the list. Who t- who's who's tied with him currently? Who do you think's tied with him? With Michael Jackson. For the same board. amount. With and how many amount were, of number one hits? It was 14 of them hits? 13. 13 hits. Yeah, Michael Jackson, King of Pop. 13 number one hits. Who's currently tied with him? I know my guess. Currently tied with him. Yeah. Lady Gaga. Mm. N- no. I'm going to go Beyonce. <laughs> no. Taylor Swift. No. Hint, it's not a female. Mm. Give me a genre. Your it's favorite. Drake. Don't it's, Drake. It. it's Drake. <laughs> Drake. Yeah, it's Drake. It's Drake. There you go. Uh, for, uh, friend, uh, Taylor Swift is on the list. Um, she has 10 number one hits. And listen, like we about last, last week about it, a lot of the number one streaming shit, like all the stats, like don't really help anymore. That's why I think a lot of people think like the, yeah, the, well, it's the, getting scary too, because like out of this list that I have up here, it's the Beatles, Mariah Carey, Michael Jackson, Madonna, the Supremes, Whitney Houston, Janet Jackson, Stevie Wonder, 
And then other than that right here that I'm seeing, all of them are new artists. Like they're already on the, 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 the top, you know, list, Taylor and, Swift, Drake, Ray, Rayana. Um, and Matt, let's be real in, in 15, 20 years, the, the, the first group that you late that you named will be still talked about. And that next group of new artists will be fucking forgotten. Yeah. Well, just wanted to round it out with that last piece of Drake, Drake, Drake news. So Drake, 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 for Drake, myself, Drake. Metal Matt, the J-Lo, Big John Stud, Wild Bill, everyone be good. Go Birds.